Working Fans Podcast. Cool. Yep. All right, here we go. Coming down three, two. And at the Working Fans Podcast, this is just a podcast that three lifelong fans created to have a place to talk comedy and pro wrestling. Now, our comedy podcast releases every Tuesday, while our wrestling podcast releases every Thursday. We release bonus episodes under the moniker Working Fans Presents every now and then. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, any major podcast provider. The important thing is just please like, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Now, we have started a new thing. We are now on Amazon and Audible. So those episodes release every Monday. And that's kind of going through the archives and just releasing our old episodes in a new area. So if you want to live through the process with us again, take that journey with us again. You can find us over on Amazon and Audible. If you can't get enough of us in the audio form, check out our YouTube. It's youtube.com slash C slash Working Fans Wrestling Pod, or just search Working Fans Podcast on YouTube. We have the whole archive is up there. And if you listen to the Working Fans Podcast, you are more than familiar with the 531. That is our signature segment where we take your top five list on a particular subject, vote it down to a top three, and then debate it down to a top one. If you want to hear three guys talk shit about comedy, wrestling, life, anything, you will enjoy the Working Fans Podcast. Find us on Twitter, that's at fansworking. Facebook, Working Fans Pod. We've got email where you can reach out to us and please contact us to let us know what you think of the podcast and for any ideas that you might have. That's workingfanswrestlingpod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram where you can keep up with us at workingfanswrestling underscore pod and we can continue to do what we love and bring you guys in as fans. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the numbers 82designs, 482designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82designs, at F-O-U-R, 82designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, go to F-O-U-R, 82designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's light years better than our first one. Also, we divide the washer and dryer. They look good, and they're good quality. Nice. And those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing. And luckily, we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans. But that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. All right, everybody, it's the Working Fans Podcast with the man they call Dave. And today we have a young female comic who's been doing this for about two, three years or so. And we've got some open mics coming up, too, I believe. Mrs. Kate Lawler. Kate, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, no problem. I guess first question, what got you into comedy? So it was an accident, actually. I transferred to a college. I was a theater major. And the college I transferred to, William Patterson, 
theater and comedy was one major there. And I got put into this class called like fundamentals of comedy. And I thought it was like an improv class. And it ended up being like a stand up class, like in college. And I just like had no idea. And then I just from the first time I did it, I was just like hooked. And now here we are. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. So an accident, complete, complete accident. accident yeah. Complete yeah. would not have done it like on my own. Yeah. I think those are the best things in life so far. I mean, it's kind of corny, but I really do yeah. think that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To be, yeah. All right. So just out of curiosity, like I never really usually ask this question, but I'm kind of curious. Do you meet like a lot of friends in comics? Like, you know, like real relationship or more acquaintances? So that's interesting. I'm someone who like, I need to be friends with everyone. And so like, I kind of made that mistake very, I still make it probably where I just tend to think people are my friends. And like, recently, I've kind of been realizing that some people need to just be acquaintances and just people you like, I do have a few like a few people are like, good relationships. And like, yeah. for the most part, they should just be like coworkers and like people you shoot the shit with. But yeah. Right. There's a, yeah, I imagine. Uh, my, I had a buddy, uh, he used to say he would do business with certain people. He called them arm's length, meaning they're okay, but about there, you're okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Well, I'm still young. So it's like kind of like a learning process of like boundaries and business. But How old are you? I don't, if you don't mind me asking. I'm 24. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So very young. I mean, this, yeah. this is completely different. And this is, a lot of stand-up you're doing is in New Jersey, New York? Yeah. I'm I'm from Jersey, so like I run a I run a weekly open mic and I host a monthly show here. But I also just had a residency at Broadway Comedy Club in New York. So I like go back and forth a lot. Now we always ask people like what it was like when they first bombed. I'll get to that, but I'm kind of <laughs> curious. Have you had one show so far like where you're like, okay, that's the best fucking show, timing wise? crowd everything where you're like okay that was my best show i feel like i've had a few to the point where like like none of them really stand out anymore you know mm, like mm. i don't know like at the time maybe but as time at goes the time, on I was like, this is the best and now i'm like you know i've said this like three times so like i don't know that any of them Wow, maybe I just maybe I drink too much when I go out because I'm having so much trouble recalling. I, ones were so good. I was actually thinking that, but I'm like, I'm not gonna call her on that. That's not what you said. At the time, I felt great. <laughs> so okay, uh, bombing. I'm sure everybody remembers like some really bad bombing. So. Um, actually, no. Wow, you were totally well, in this gray area. I okay. mean, well, no, no, I like. My worst times bombing were never on shows. They were always at open mics. But one night that was probably like the worst I've ever done. I actually, again, I, just, I blacked out. So I don't know what I said, but like people came up to me like, oh, that was bad. <laughs> you know, that was very bad. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, now, wait, so, but just a question, I'm curious. Like open mics, those are generally when you, it's okay to bomb, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's like, right. it's okay. But it's like, I had another, I had another one a couple months ago that was also like top three worst ones. And like, it was probably worse to me, like in my head, but like, I could see the faces of people I respect just staring. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's happening right now? <laughs> and no. I, wasn't, I wasn't even that like intoxicated for what I could blame. Like all oh, my time. And I was like, this was just, I was just not good right now. <laughs> Uh, in that vein, do you ever like? I know everybody. Like, okay, life is probably material, right? Things happen. Like, so how often does that happen? Like, do you like you just find like some real shit that goes on in your life? Like, oh, that's a fucking bit. 
Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've always been like a big storyteller. So like, I guess like when things happen naturally, well, especially now because there is a science to it. And now that like I do stand up enough, I like look for where I can just add punches into like any story I tell or whatever. But yeah, for the most part, I'm like very, like I just draw from like my own life more than like anything else. Like I'm not a big like topical person. So right. Yeah. That's, yeah. I can feel that now. Like, that's interesting because, like, I know people that are, like, funny, like, in circles and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. actually, we have a friend who does stand-up. And, like, in our circle of friends, he's not very funny. But, like, on stage, mm-hmm. he knows what he's doing. Like, we've watched him. Like, you know, I'm not, mm-hmm. like, tooting his own horn if he hears this. But, like, he knows, like, okay, like, I've watched him. Like, he plays to an audience. He looks at one table that's reacting and he goes to that. And I'm like, okay. So, I guess what I'm getting at is, like, Stand-up is just, like, you can be funny, but stand-up itself is, like, a different craft. It's not, oh, like... You, sure, right. yeah. It's, like... Like, yeah, it's, like, it's its own thing. It's its own animal. And it's, like... I think it's interesting because there's different... Like, there's people who are stronger writers than people who are stronger at just, like, riffing. And if you, if you can be good at both, that's, like, such a skill. But it, I don't know. It kind of just is a bunch of trial and error and you, like, just figuring out, like, your own groove and what works for you. But, yeah. I do believe that anyone can be funny. It kind of just... It's like the, the, you just can't teach a work ethic. Like someone has to have the drive to just like constantly fail in order to like get good. Because most people are so bad when they start out. So yeah, repetition is like the key. Mm-hmm. I think to almost anything. Yeah, but right, it's also the differences with this. Right, you have to be willing to fail in front of a exactly. group of people. Right, yeah, That's- and it's hard. It's very hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alcohol probably helps. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's a book out. I, uh, I forget the name of it, but it's basically about, I want to say it's like the Soviet Olympic team where they're using alcohol and stuff to actually practice and train because alcohol under the right moderation was actually like an enhancement, you know, that relaxed their nerves and everything like that. Oh but God. too far, obviously you're dropping weight. <laughs> so I guess what I'm saying, like, I guess, right. Like there's that fine line where alcohol, if you hit this the right amount, can calm you, you down. You definitely need right. to loosen up a bit, but then it's like when you can't stand up and I've been there <laughs> and um, it's, it's definitely with anything, moderation's key. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to be consistent with moderate, I guess. Right. Now you have a podcast or did you used to do a podcast? I did. I used to have two different podcasts. Okay. One called titillating podcast and another one called Spice Rack Podcast. Yeah, right now I'm kind of like figuring out what I, I definitely want to have one again. I just don't really know what I want to do, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like we started out this podcast as like pro wrestling because we're big pro wrestling fans. Ah. And then we branched off into like comedy. We've been doing that now for, I don't know, whatever this is, episode 40 or something. And oh, okay. like now we're doing MMA. So like we're just constantly trying to branch out into things we like <laughs> and keep finding that creative outlet, I guess, to do things while actually having, like, real jobs that suck, too. <laughs> you know? Well, I guess it helps to have, like, areas like that that you're really interested in, like, to have something, like, dedicated to MMA or pro wrestling, because I definitely don't know enough about anything to have a mm. whole podcast about it. <laughs> yeah, that's where you got to, like, have these relationships, I guess, right? <laughs> to have people to, like, kind of bounce off. And, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm really good at, like, talking to other people about the shit they do. But, like, other than a few select things, like, wait, I don't want to do this myself. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Now, do you have any, like, shows coming up? I'm at – it's a slow month. I'm at Big Nose Kate's in Staten Island next week. And I'm producing a show in Elmwood Park July 24th. 
but that's all I all I got for right now. <laughs> what about what about during COVID? Did you do any of the um like the yeah. virtual shows? Yeah, how was that? I did, I did a few virtual ones. I don't know. I didn't. I really didn't like it. Like I know, like some people, like it works for them. I have a friend now. She actually started during all this on Zoom, and then she just started coming out, and she's actually pretty good. So I guess some people like like did really get something out of it. I just really didn't enjoy it. Like, yeah. It, I mean, if you're looking for that high to like yeah. the crowd, like you're not going to get that. I would exactly. Think. No, and it's like I, there were some like mics that I would do like mostly just because I missed everyone like when when we were like in quarantine like not leaving our house like at all for those like two months so like it, it was like still nice to have something to, like break up like isolation but other than that it was like it, it could be it could be good but it could be really excruciating too how are you like we talked about this me and some friends recently how are you with just like because I feel like you have to have this with stand-up too like just getting out of your comfort zone in general I don't know I guess <laughs> Like, I guess everyone has different comfort zones, right? Because right. I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm, like, it's not hard for me. Like, I'm a very social person, and so it's, like, not hard for me to, like, go out or for me to, like, be up in front of people. But, like, I'm, like, very much I need to kind of have, like, like, I need to kind of know what I'm talking about. And I have, like, I've gotten better at it now, but for a long time, like, I would never, like, I'd never finish my time at, like, you know, with Mike. If I felt like it wasn't. Like, I'd get a big laugh and I'd, I'd quit. Like, I wouldn't want to just, like, riff or, like, trust myself or, like, or, like, be in front of an audience that I thought wasn't going to take to me, which is, like, now it's, like, and now that, like, I'm getting better at that, it kind of makes me feel better where it's, like, I like the challenge of, like, a joke bombing and then having to, like, make fun of the audience. So I guess it's not, obviously, stepping out of anyone's comfort zone doesn't come naturally to them, but I, I guess it's, like, important and it's more exciting when you can finally do it. Right. So you used to like to get off like on that like one top joke. Like, okay, they like me. We're out. Yeah, that was it. Like everyone would like make fun of me for it too. It just like I just got better about it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it would be like a thing. Like it would be a running joke where people would be like, Oh, let's see how much time Kate's gonna actually do tonight. Like everyone like it if I did the full time, it would be like, Whoa, like and then like one night people were like, You need to just get up there, like just sit in the bomb and just like finish. Like just do it. And then I did and it wasn't the first time I did it, it wasn't fun, but like I was like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. So <laughs> anything you get used to, I guess, after yeah, a while. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, again, this is not a question we normally ask, but I'm kind of curious because you're pretty open about things. And I'm just curious dating comics. Is that a thing? Is that awkward? Do you want to do that? Um, or, yeah. I do it a lot. Um, <laughs> and it's, yeah, it can be really bad. Right. <laughs> I love your honesty, but please go ahead. I'll be, it can be like everyone keeps telling me to like stop. And I'm like, eh, like I don't, but like, and at first I was all, no, like, no, I don't want to date a comic. But then I don't know, like, when you're, especially because I'm young. So when you're like younger than everyone and you're the only girl and you get all this attention all the time. Sure. And I, I started doing it when I was in college and I, and so because of that, like, I was never really, like, I was never at, like, all the frat parties, really, or hanging out with them. Like, I was always out doing stand-up. And so, like, I never felt like I had anything in common with the boys, like, my age. And I was just right. more drawn to, like, the comedians. But, um... Is it kind of like being the prettiest girl at the ball when you're exactly. like... Oh, yeah. it is. It's like that, but it's also, like, when you when you meet people who, like... They have the same schedule as you. Like they get you're out all the time and they get that you're passionate about this same like crazy right. thing. And it's like, 
also like I don't know like guys usually want to be the funny one so it's like kind of harder to like meet like an average guy and he's trying to spit all this game at you and you're like oh I'm so much funnier than you like it's like kind of hard because like once you get used to that lifestyle like once you get used to dating other people who have like the same like thing as you and know the same people as you you're just not really interested in people outside of your world anymore but when yeah. it's bad it's very it's bad you <laughs> gotta see these motherfuckers again too right? every day <laughs> <laughs> all right i guess there's some lessons to be learned in that probably yeah. it can be and if it's like a casual thing like i've like i've hooked up with or like gone out with people casually and i'm who i'm still friends with and it's not weird at all but then there's people who are terrible i'm like can't be in the same room. I have to like rearrange, find new mics. But that's also life. Like in yeah. life, you're gonna like how often? I guess now a lot of people meet online, but I feel like people usually met like they got set up by mutual friends or like they met at their regular bars. Everybody hangs out with, or they met at work. Like you're you're gonna see people. Yes. the people you're around. You know. I guess that works. I will say from personal experience, I was married. I'm divorced now, and I'm talking to someone. But the people I met online. Everyone was almost as toxic as fuck. Like, <laughs> I'm sure it's not every case, but definitely like the cases I've ran into too. I don't know. I've only gone on two online dates. I I knew both of them a little bit prior. Like we knew like mutual people. Yeah. But um, it's just kind of like even like since I was in high school, everyone I've dated, I've been friends with. Like I've never like been good at like getting set up and like going out. Yeah. It's just so like uncomfortable. Like I am good on dates because I'm funny, but it's still like kind of just an uncomfortable experience for me. Sure. Well, I don't know. This is probably just the way my life's always going to go. <laughs> just get used to it. This is gonna be get used it. to the awkwardness. All right. So I'm trying to think of anything else I wanted to ask you. So you got, <laughs> you're so from New Jersey, you got some of the podcasts you're looking to do. About any other projects? Is there anything else you're interested in? So, yeah, kind of. Like, it's not like a thing, actually. But okay, so my goal has always been that I want to write for TV. And like, I, that was like when I was like studying in college, like I wrote like a pilot and everything. And so like, now it's like, that's like what I've been like the past few days, especially I've just been thinking more about that and that I need to get like, like, I don't even know what like the next step is, but like, I need to like be, start focusing more on that, like writing more like characters and more like ideas and like, mm. get like talk to more like people I know who like know how to film stuff and like put together like whatever I can. So yeah, that's like what i'm thinking about writing now like mostly like would you be interested in like sitcoms or are you interested in just anything or like i guess sitcoms but like i feel like the idea of a sitcom has like branched off into something very different now because of streaming services and now it's like so like when you say sitcom it's like you think like um modern family or something like that but it's mm -hmm. like technically you could also argue that like I don't know that like Big Mouth is a sitcom. Like you can sure. get like dirtier and more like uncomfortable. And I feel like that's probably what I would do. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But also at the same time, like my favorite shows are like Golden Girls, Schitt's Creek, Parks and Rec. Like I love just like dumb, wholesome humor. Like mm -hmm. no, that, maybe you could do something like that. Who knows? I mean, things yeah, tend to go exactly. in cycles. Yeah. So, so you're, but comedy though, you're definitely looking for comedy. comedy. Oh, yeah. comedy for sure. Yeah, I can't. I can't write not funny. It's like, <laughs> what about? Okay, so are there any other interests besides comedy? I mean, that's pretty much what we're talking about. But not really. Isn't that wow. terrible? No, like yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess I I did acting and like music like my whole life. So like that is something that like like I still do like a little bit and like 
But like aside from that, like these are they're all just really like forms of performing. And I feel like I was always good at everything else. And then I did comedy. I finally had something that I was like really great at. And I just kind of like like I don't know. Like now it's like when I like do the stuff that like I used to think like I love and I was passionate about. Just kind of makes me miss comedy, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's basically. That's basically it. I mean, I have I have a job that like I love. I work at a I work at a hockey rink. I grew up figure skating, so I love I love that. I love the competitiveness of like the sport. I love uh, kids okay. and stuff. But competitor, that, <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have an angry side? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. For, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Competitive. That's fun. I was gonna so. You were always, you said something. So, okay, so you were, as long as you can remember, you were always kind of comfortable, like, acting out, like, being on stage, center of attention. Okay. okay. Always, always, yeah, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) I guess this was it, or you were going to do something like this then. Always, yeah. I was always had to be funny. Like, when I was, like, because my my dad was really funny, and, like, Mm. I'm, like, I was one of those kids, like, oh, like, my dad's, like, the man. I just, like like really idolize him and like anywhere we went he could just like he could just capture like the whole room like get everyone like wrapped in this conversation i was like oh like that's so cool oh in the room yeah yeah so then like when i was like and i had like such a hard time making friends till like i was in middle school and i figured out like oh like if i if i can make these people laugh like they'll they'll want to hang out with me and like Mm. and then so that was just always like what i did but i never thought that like i could i was like no i'm funny in conversation like i could never do stand-up like i could never like go out there like something planned and all that and then and it just happened. <laughs> uh, now, do you have like a self-deprecating kind of humor too? I'm just curious. Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah I, I remember I had trouble um, until I got older too, interacting with people. And then once I learned to laugh at myself, it was like so much easier. It felt oh, like. so much easier. Yeah. People like people who don't take themselves too seriously. Right. Sure. And it's also like, uh, like people don't, I feel like people don't want to like make fun of you if you make fun of yourself first. Right. Yeah, like you're kind of beating them to the punchline. Totally diffuses most situations too. Mm-hmm. Times. Unless you're dealing with a real asshole. That's <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> next level. All right. Well, any social media or something? Maybe people can reach you at? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Okay. So my Instagram is klaws, K L A W L Z comedy. And my Twitter is Kate Lawler888. So, yeah. Check it out. You're promoting shows and stuff on there, I'm sure. Yes, all the time. Yes, come to come to Eyes Up Here at Reserve Club in Elmwood Park, July 24th. It's going to be right. very fun. Eyes up there, assholes. Pay attention. <laughs> Kate, thank you for doing the show. We Thanks appreciate for being you. On, having me on. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. This was fun. Was fun. Uh, have you again. Thank you. All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on anchor.fm. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 